are you gonna fucking save? <laughs> literally, all it is. No, literally, all it is is just. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Outcast Podcast. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Skinny Penis back with another Outcast Podcast. And we got Live, we got Mixelay, we got XLOP, and we yeah, got kids. Mayu. I mean, okay, anyway, you sounded like on. a. You just sounded like Bobby Alex Dragon. Jones there. <laughs> They're turning a freaking frog game! <laughs> They're turning the frogs game! I can just do that voice pretty fucking well. What the fuck? But yeah, guys. I'm chemicals in water. Turn down the freaking frogs, gay. <laughs> I, I can't make bad jokes. Can I? Or I can't make bad jokes. No, don't make racist jokes. No, not racist jokes. Just bad jokes. Like, just like dark jokes. Like fucking children. Yeah, don't yeah, make jokes. Yeah, probably not. Uh, All right. But yeah, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Outcast Podcast. And does Rebel said. In? Yeah, sure. Please. And I don't know if you understood what Rebel said, but basically we've got Bayou Viper, <coughs> another member, <laughs> another member that wasn't in last week's episode, which is Mick Solaire, aka Devin, and then Hello. Rebel, and then myself. So, um, thank you to everybody that supported the podcast last week. That was more of like an intro podcast, talking about um, just really getting to know what each other. What the hell happened with us? Yeah, basically. <laughs> What kind of fucked up life we all live. I live in a refrigerator box. I don't know about you. <laughs> Spare coochie. Spare coochie, ma'am. Oh, God. Also, we've been told on last week's episode, try not to cut each other off, so hopefully we can manage that today. But, um... I'm going to cut you off. Huh? Interrupting how go move. Huh? <laughs> move. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um... Interruptions here. It's oh um, also, thank you guys so much for the support, like I said, on the other episode. And now we are on iTunes. So if you don't want to listen on SoundCloud or YouTube, you can go ahead to the iTunes podcast section and search up the Outcast podcast. And we should be the second like listing there. I don't know. It depends so. on how far we fall in relevancy. Yeah, I mean, we're second on there, so... <laughs> Whenever Ooh. I search it, we're the second one. Hey, all right. Maybe. So, uh, okay. Enough. Seems like we're pretty relevant. Well, I think we're pretty relevant, yeah. <laughs> we're pretty good. Also, if you, notice that, if you notice that my microphone changed or Rebels changed, it's because we're using a completely new pro. Well, not completely new I mean, program, I've always been using Voice Meter. I just introduced him to it. Yeah. So, literally, I could just sound like, Hey, welcome to Wendy's. May I take your order? Like that, like he's not using the actual <laughs> software, he's just a dipshit like that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bro, he kind of sounds a little bit... His his laugh sounds a little like... Dude, I don't know if anybody else can nice agree burp. with me. Yo, I don't know if anybody else can agree with me, but doesn't Devin sound... Like, when he's laughing, doesn't he sound a little bit like, um... Swagger Souls? Like his laugh? Oh, God. Say oh, something funny no. so we can laugh his ass off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck. I can't fucking deal with it. Straight face, sorry. Jesus Christ. 
Come hey, don't on, use the Lord's name as savior. Oh wait, don't use the words. Fuck. Don't use the Lord's name in anger. Okay, so close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> um, but for today's uh, episode, of, oh my god. I see. I like okay. how we said we're gonna try not to interrupt each other. Yeah, we're, interrupt yeah. each other. <laughs> Interrupting what? Interrupting Calvin. Oh, Mountain. I love it. All that's missing is that we're all on LSD. That's all we're really missing. We'll right? Talk about your story I, about I, being on LSD. I, I'm a bit on go. So cocaine. Whoa. By the way, <laughs> I, depending on your doses, LSD won't fuck you up. So I don't know. <laughs> Take your jelly amount, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just know. Don't take. This is how we get declined. Don't, don't take one. <laughs> oh no! I actually have to change that to like parental explicit content. But apparently, like, because <laughs> this is what I've learned, and I did research after listening to the Misfits podcast. If you take one tab, that's like a hundred mics of the actual LSD, so if you cut it in half or something like that, it's 70? I don't know. So that's like the threshold dosage. So, I don't know. FBI more than open it... up. <laughs> By the way, if any Hello? kids are listening to the podcast, just know th this podcast ain't for you. <laughs> Leave now. It's time for some Jared memes. Um, <laughs> I will come to your house and do the default dance on your corpse because you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, I'm gonna do a Fortnite dance on your fucked dead corpse. Up. My dude. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you just said make some Jared jokes. A kid apparently. Okay, so I read this recently. Apparently, a kid like shot a burglar and legit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah I saw that. Cry. And I was like, what the fuck? Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> it says, like, Imagine you, you like a shot by a, a uh, like a like a little kid and doing a Fortnite dance on you. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I feel. Disappointed or like extremely depressed. Because first, you need the victory royale. You why not like, a why? <laughs> it's a victory royale. I shot the robber. Dude, 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 Victory royale. How much you want to bet the kid like looked up to see victory royale showed up? <laughs> Jimmy was never the same after that. Victory Royale! <laughs> Jimmy later became no autism. Jimmy became a heroin addict. Acting? What the fuck is it? A heroin acting? What the fuck? Alright. Can, can we. Uh, like, actually can talk about. The actual topic? Okay. Oh, yeah. So, I asked you guys on Twitter because none of these fuckers like to use Twitter. Um, Dude, I'm on Twitter all the damn time. Yeah, you just yeah, wait for you Twitter. You shit post. Right Dude, you shit post. It's post your stream. Yeah, I shit post all the fucking time. All right, Anyways, that's the topic. We we asked you, what podcast topics would you want us to talk about? And our buddy Gizmo, who's pretty much the only one that replied, um said, the gaming industry and where you think it will go in the near future. In brackets, the next two or three years, will it progress? Will more and more gamers realize how fucked the industry is? So let's have Viper start. Because <laughs> I know he'll okay. have... He'll, he'll, it's like, the podcast will just not be us talking. It's just him 
talking. What, me on a rant about what? What's the question? The gaming industry and where we all think it's going to go in the near future, looking around the next two to three years. And will it progress, or will more more gamers realize how fucked some of the devs are? Like, whether or not um, like, they're just in it for the money, or they're like CD Projekt Red, where they're really putting the effort in for certain games. It really depends on the developer. A lot there are a lot of the big AAA developers are getting lazier and lazier because they're finding out that because of the younger generation, that they're starting to be able to get away with more and more. They've been sometimes able to get away with it, other times they haven't. But it's going to the point where a lot of AAA developers are going to start, you know, pushing the limits of how much they can get away with instead of pushing the limits of how polished they can make a game and how grat and like how good a game can look and how yeah. well it performs. That's why I have a lot of respect for CD Projekt Red because they don't really give a shit about microtransactions. In fact, they actually shit on them, literally. Like, in yeah. every trailer that's been released for Cyberpunk 2077, they always show, like... The at like the very end, there's some text that's hidden, and it's actually like an FAQ. And one of them was asking, "Oh, this is there going to be microtransactions in the game or loot boxes?" And they're like, "Wait, in a single player RPG? Are you kidding? Fuck no." Yeah. And I guess like the, they oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Viper. And so the problem is, is the way that the gaming industry is going because of the actions of those few big companies. It's turning all the bad. It's turning all those eyes onto those bad eggs, and so what's going to happen is, is that those companies are going to sooner or later. It's gonna be that you know loot boxes are gonna get lumped in with all microtransactions, and then all of it's gonna get banned. From and then you like, got your little EA. <laughs> so, like, because eventually that's what's going to happen. It's steering to the point where, because I know in Belgium, it's a case where EA has still, still to this day, is still under criminal investigation in Belgium. Because? Because they will straight up not remove the ultimate team, like, packs from FIFA. They will not. They just straight up refuse people. to remove it. We and say that gambling. it's ethical when nah, in reality it's, it's just straight up gambling. It is. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's not fucking gambling. Like I have experience with playing FIFA and playing Ultimate Team. Like I don't understand it really. Like I really I've tried playing Ultimate Team and I just don't understand it. It's a pay but, to win. That's really what it is. No, but like how because I'm not really fully into soccer, so, I, like, I don't understand, like, what formations do what, like, what will do better for the teams. But I just know, like, okay, you got team of the year, I think it is, and you see people like Rodeshaw or Mini Minter or a bunch of these used other FIFA YouTubers just... Oh, yeah, it used to be KSI as well. Um, just doing pack openings of this stuff. And the chances of actually getting a team of the year was so was rare. I'm pretty sure... That if you were to go in rankings of like what type of loot box is hardest, like it's harder to get the best item, it goes CSGO, then FIFA, and then eh, I don't know what other games would really fall into that. 
list of oh um, black ops 3 all the call of duty to hard. be honest with you well you can only have a hint like a like i only a have select three DLC few all the modern ones well black ops black 3, ops 3 that, advanced warfare advanced warfare that was modern warfare remastered the only reason I don't include that one is because it's a remaster. Just because it's like, really? Well, we already it, had this game. Like, it doesn't matter. It they included boxes. supply drops. They included loot boxes into it. And only that's also different. Like, they probably have different drop rates compared to the drop rates of um, Black Ops 3. Because I know Black Ops 3, it was like trying to get a CSGO knife to get a melee weapon. Oh, or, or a, or a DLC gun. gun. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, but like and then... the issue, sorry to cut everyone off, but the issue is, is this is where it's heading. It's heading to a path where the loot box, like trying to, sh these companies are going to try to shove it down your throat to the point where it's going to spiral out of control and they're just going to get all microtransactions banned as a whole. Yeah, fair enough. Like because... microtransactions I find that are fair enough are like certain DLCs. I don't like how yeah. Destiny DLCs work because it's like. Yeah. What, I remember with Destiny 1, they found something that was a part of a DLC, and they're like, wait, why didn't they just include it into the game in the first place? You know? Yeah, because they wanted your money, that was really exactly. why. But the problem yeah, is, the ones that I have a really huge problem with is the way that Ubisoft is handling, like, a lot of their new season passes, quote-unquote. Oh Fucking steep, dude. Oh my it's god. It's like, dude. every time there's a new year, it's like, you know, oh, 2019, we're gonna make you pay for a new season pass now. Yeah. It's like, every, it's and then it's gonna be like, every two months is gonna be, a new, is gonna be another 20 bucks. That is the problem, where it's just like, how far are they gonna take this shit? To the point where it's just like, you know, like these companies are going to get it to the point where it's going to spiral out of control. Yes. Who says it's not already, like... And it's already um, happening. It's already anyway. heading there. It's already heading there. That's the problem. Like, in the next two to three years, I see it hitting a tipping point, and then the gov and then government's getting involved in regulating it. They already are. See, like, I'm happy that... I, I'm pretty sure Australia is doing something as well as, um, uh, what was the country you said? I'm sorry. Denmark yeah. already did it. Denmark banned loot boxes. I'm pretty sure that's going to just at, in the next like few years, it's going to just, Evolve. it's going to domino effect and spread like all of Europe's going to ban it. Like a guaranteed. All of Europe's going to ban like it. And then once Europe bans it, then probably Asia will because... I mean, Asia's already kind of hard on it. Because I know in China, you have to show your loot crate, like, chances and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. They and I guarantee... With... I'm sorry to interrupt you, Viper. But they required that with, like, all these CSGO gambling sites. They require that now. Just because of everything that happened with CSGO Lotto. Yep. Like, they require you. Like, SkinHub, they show all their drop rates. Oh, yeah. And that's why, like, China is so strict on it, but I guarantee you sooner or later, they're just going to ban loot boxes as a whole. Yeah. Like, they'll just straight up ban them. See, like, the whole start of it was originally FIFA, like you said, but all these yep. other companies started picking up on it when it came to CSGO. Because they, 
like all this loot box shit really started with CSGO. It's like, where, where people traction. It's where people really publicly saw that it was a legitimate way to make money was with CSGO. But yeah, the only company that saw it before that, where they started implementing it before that, was FIFA. And EA was EA with FIFA and in like 2008, four yeah. years before CS:GO. Yeah, and then they introduced um, that same mechanic into Madden, then NHL, and then you see it just CS:GO. So is Battlefront. No, but like. We're talking about the timeline from like where it all really started. So like oh, in two thousand eight, okay. FIFA Ultimate Team was created. Oof. They started the yeah. the pack openings, yep. and then it went to CS:GO. And then after the CS, well during the CS:GO Lotto trading gambling era, controversy. Yeah, controversy. Thank you. Started. That's where all these other companies like, hold on a minute, let's grab this, and they introduced it into Advanced Warfare, and then. Um, you know what Black the funny thing was about Advanced Warfare? I don't know. I actually like... I, this is going to sound controversial as fuck, but I actually really liked Advanced Warfare's loot boxes. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I did, too. Dude, that's the farthest I've the, ever the went. The funny thing about Advanced Warfare. Mm. I was just about to speak, and you cut me off, Brian. I'm but, sorry. Um, that's all good. But um, the funny thing about Advanced Warfare was people wanted it. They fucking wanted to buy supply drops to just drop cold hard cash on fucking supply yeah. drops. Yeah, man. If you think wanted about it, that. If you think and about then, it, Advanced Warfare was the first Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, but then look at where it got them. Once people had what they wanted, they hated it because they saw how much of the company, because companies were like, oh yeah, you really want this? And then they made drop rates for everything so low that you literally couldn't get shit. Because that's how it is. I mean, like, there's a system to it. Like, it's not like, and the problem is with these loot boxes and random is it's not really random. It's just generally. It's really just a big scam to take as much of your money as possible. That's really what it is. Like, yeah, of course, you have a huge, oh, not a, well, like, not a huge chance, but, like, when CSGO, you have a chance. Like, you do have a chance of getting a knife. But the odds are, it's like, I think the last time I checked, it's like point zero zero one of getting an actual knife. So and you have one and a thousand, you have like a thousandth of a percent of getting like a good knife. Yeah. So, yeah, like, think about that. With okay. your odds, it's like a thousand to one, but yeah. so to speak, kind of. Like, that's the thing like, with Advanced Warfare's. It, it wasn't really difficult, like, to get a decent thing. Like, there was plenty of people that were unlock, uh, unlocking, like, the um, Obsidian Steed or different types of the royalty weapons, you know? Or getting, like, that, the eSports exosuits. You know, it wasn't really difficult to get those. It was more of, like, oh, I really want to get it, so... I know I have a chance with the normal supply drop, but I'm going to go with the rare supply drop so I know I can have a higher chance of getting it. That's the one thing I didn't like. But with, C oh, not CSGO. with Advanced Warfare, like there was a decent chance either way of getting in a normal supply drop. Yeah, but like that's that's the problem with all supply, like loot crates in general, is 
Like, and that's why I have an incessant problem with microtransactions quite a lot of the time, me personally, is because it's the developer showing that they don't care about their game. They just want to shove this random DLC down your throat and force you to, uh, and then basically force you to pay for it. Yeah. And it shows, and it shows me that they don't really, a lot of times they're going to have a lot of DLC and like loot boxes and all of that that you can pay for. It shows me that they don't care to make a finished game. Yeah. They just want an instant payout that they can then take advantage of the player base. So, see, like it started spiraling after I want to say Advanced Warfare. It spiraled at that point, but the big turning point where like you could really see it going into a downward spiral and the gamers as a whole taking really bad effect to it and just being like, we don't want this, and you know it having a such negative effect on the industry that it's changed it and it's now we're hitting the like climax to the tipping point was EA with Star Wars Battlefront 2. That was a big I'll game. I'll disagree with that one there because for me it they, seems like No, but think about it. No, I, I get what you're saying but like we're Game devs really stopped giving a fuck about really finishing the game was, well, for, like, the best example I can really think of is Infinite Warfare, because that came out before Battlefront 2, and that game was not even close to done. Like, you were missing so many game modes, I think part of the story wasn't finished, and then the loot bo- loot boxes were completely broken, game modes were broken... A yeah, lot but, of bugs. I mean, really bef- try to polish it. Yeah, but before that, the only one where it was an unfinished game was Titanfall. No Man's Sky. Oh my God, Titanfall. Titanfall. I remember that. Oh, he's a. I'm actually proud of that game. That's one of the was, only games. It was, well, no, it was, it was a. Hard. It was. It was a big thing where it was like they didn't finish the game and they hyped. promised to fix it later. To me, it was overhyped, and they just put out a game that they said, oh, it's done. But it wasn't even, it was something, it was just the same in a way. Cause, you know, like, yeah, there are different game modes, yeah, you got, like, Titans, you're running on walls. But, I mean, you soon realize that it kind of gets to you because it's the same thing, and they didn't fully complete a story or they didn't really complete anything. They kind of just kept yeah. the game that has already kind of been used, like Advanced Warfare, things used, like all these other games are coming out that's people have been used to all their lives, like hearing the name of... They hear the name Call of Duty, they're going to rush to it because they've heard all their lives. They yep. hear the words Battlefield, they're going to rush to it because it's a name they've heard all their lives. And there's these big games that have been, you know, they have a record, they have a track record of being good. But it's like, it's when you see a movie, right? Like, let's say the Spider-Man series, right? You got the Spider-Man, you got that first, second, amazing, all this. But you sort of see, like, oh, shit, the first two suck, but they're always different. But if you see a pattern that each of these comp- the developers are saying, okay, let's make the first game overhyped. They did. They made the first, like, when they made Call of Duty World at War, everyone loved it. 
Am I right or am I wrong? I, it was a really well received game. It was a very resilient game. Then came all these other Call of Duty. Three, Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2. These were good games. But then came what Piper's saying, Advanced Warfare and Titanfall, and how they came out with these loot boxes that are kind of like... Titanfall uh, never didn't have loot boxes, though. Yeah, they did. It no, but it was an unfinished game. Yeah, it was Like, what game. I'm getting around to is... The problem is, is there are games that not only become un release unfinished, but games like Battlefront 2 were the ones that push the gaming industry over the edge. Yeah, even then. To the point where it's going to spiral out of control because of it's not, it may not have been a unfinished game. But it was a game filled with loot boxes and such pay to win, and it put, and especially with it being the Star Wars IP, with it being an IP of a, the Star War under Star Wars licensing, that it was Star Wars. It gave that, it gave that IP such a bad rep, like Disney was threatening to pull licensing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I heard something and about that. Like, they were threatening to pull licensing. Like, Battlefront 2 was going to not be a thing. Like, there would have been no more Star Wars video games at that yeah. point. Developers soon realized after, because they saw the mistake and really fixed their problem with these loot boxes and all this pay to win, because they immediately pulled out and said, like, okay, we need to fix this right now, because first, we're going to lose our major income to help fund this game. This, well, they're gonna, they were going to lose their all lose income. Their players, their their own company, they're gonna lose like, all of this. They realize that they continue the same down the same route that they've been going as EA, but it's not gonna work. Right? Yep. So like I was, and the problem is, is I was staggered when I saw that Andrew Wilson did not step down as CEO. I was shocked. Oh no, that's just. That's you think just there would have been so much backlash? That it was like. Fuck, well, because the this. problem is, is he's you know, getting publicly, away. he's still getting publicly shit on to this day. Like, the problem is, is after that whole event, the thing is, is it pushed it to the point where all these developers soon realize, if we don't fix this now, we're screwed. And, like, we're screwed, because we no could get our, well, no, because they would have had their games banned. Like, their yeah, games would have yeah. been banned. Like, no one would have been able to play them. So they wouldn't have had a player base to be able to play them, so they wouldn't have been able to make money off of them. Right. Like, I remember and so, when... oh, sorry, it's this, and so it's this such perpetual cycle that's going where it's just like, you know, I guarantee you within the next two to three years, it's going to either, the cycle's going to ramp up to the point where the cycle's going to break, or something's gonna happen before then that's gonna make the cycle change. Where these developers are gonna soon learn their lesson, all these developers that are doing a shitty job are going to be out of a job. Right. And Battlefield one, I believe, or Battlefield sorry, Battlefield five announced, I believe, um, they're not doing a uh, what do we call it? A campaign. A no premium. No premium. Uh, no loot boxes. Um, they even but, turned back some of the extreme <laughs> customization pieces so you yeah. don't have like fucking cut like prosthetic arms. Yeah. yeah. Which is to me is pretty too. interesting. Because I mean because it got so negatively received within the community that they fixed it. That they fixed it. 
I yeah, remember just... with um, the whole Star Wars Battlefront 2 situation, so many people <clears throat> just went back to the classic Battlefront mm-hmm. 2. I think it's on GOG servers. <clears throat> I'm not too sure. But their servers, like whoever was running the actual game, the classic B, um, BF2, they were getting more players than the new BF2. That just crazy. not surprised me. Yeah. It's like, EA, open your eyes here. Hey, uh, mind if I add something? Did you guys hear where uh, Telltale was uh, closing down store? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Telltale's closing, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm not surprised. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, this is why we don't work on so many projects at once. <laughs> and just not only that, it's like, I mean, what they were, it was a good idea, but it's like the amount, like for the Walking Dead series, how far it is, if every action actually had an individual ending for what they chose, it would be a gigantic tree of options. And that's just way too much well, to it juggle. Is. That's it's thing. way too much to juggle. Well, it is. It's just depending on the if choices, you think they about just come it, back Matt, to connect with each other. If you think now, let let let's go through this right quick. Let's think about this mathematically. <laughs> Math let's on the weekends, right? Let's do some like quick maths. Technical math, right here. No, quick it's maths. Math. So, if you it's had maths. a game where you had four choices every single time, at some point in the story, it gets cray cray. Think about that. You have four different endings each time. Let's just say only Branch four choices. Off of that. Four times four times four times four. That's a lot. That's well, over a hundred. See what the thing the thing is with those kind of games is like what the telltale ones, like just looking at them specifically, there are certain endings that you get but one way or another you're gonna get to one of those depending on the choices you make, aka explaining yeah. those games. But like at some point if you pick okay Clementine's gonna shoot the walker in the head. At the end of the episode, there's a huge, like, horde of zombies coming. Well, she chose to make that decision. And then it gets to there. But there could be a situation where you don't shoot the zombie, but still that horde of zombies is still coming that way. You know? There's different pieces that connect. I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me in my head. Oh, God. Like... So it's not like, oh, you're going to have so many different endings. Like, you're going to have a, a select few endings that are going to end up the same way. That's why I like Detroit Become Human, because it shows you how everything connects. Like, oh, Connor decided to keep interrogating uh, keeping, keep interrogating the uh, android to the point where it starts to go berserk. Well, with that, there could also be, like, okay... You kept on interrogating him until a certain point, and then you got him to calm down, you know? Mm-hmm. So you'll get, like, a bit more of a passive ending. So it's not like, oh, it's this giant tree of endings. Like, there's a way to cut it down. Unless it's yep. Nero Automata. That, that, that's, uh, that's... Witcher. 
But if you think of it technically, for every time that you have a choice, and there's four different choices, you could have, like, hundreds if not thousands of different endings. Yeah. Just based on the fact that you have four different choices. If it wasn't cut down and set the story set a certain way. Yeah. But I mean, eventually, like to get the game to a manageable point, you have to bring uh, you have to bring those stories back and branch back together at yeah. some point in time. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like some of the choices in uh, Walking Dead, like no matter, I think what you chose in the end, it's still Lee and Clementine in the jewelry shop, you know? Yeah. So, and like with okay. With Telltale in general, one, they were working on too many projects at once. Uh And not only that, they weren't paying their staff, which is crazy. It's like, how are you Uh supposed to keep a company, you know, afloat if you're you're not going to pay your staff? I mean, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, we're just going to have some outside sources work on the ending of The Walking Dead. How are you supposed to do that with the rep that you have now of not paying your staff? Mm-hmm. How do the outside sources know that you like they're gonna get paid? <coughs> Paychecks are overrated, says Telltale. <laughs> like their employees will remember this. <laughs> oh my god! Like it is sad to see a company like them go, but. Like, it's something that was avoidable, you know? If they actually followed the rules and, you know, got their stuff to go, we could still see Telltale, like, next year and the year after of, that. Yeah. See Clementine's ending to The Walking Dead. Yeah, or get The Wolf Among Us Season 2 or the new Stranger Things game that they announced in partnership with Netflix. You know, there could have been so many things that they could have made, you know? But no! <laughs> exactly, it's like... They they kind of threw it away, you know. So it's sad, but yep. All right, other controversial topics. <laughs> yeah, but personally, how I see gaming going in the next two to three years, I don't really know. Like, like Viper said, if loot boxes keep going for the next couple of years it's going to get to a point where it's like okay th- this is enough and governments are going to get involved and we could see the banning of certain games you know like we cannot see the next csgo unless they take out loot boxes or uh the next call of duty even see boxes. the regulars the current csgo yeah like this csgo would be gone you know or overwatch even uh-huh. like every current game and that's a huge problem. The only game that I really don't have a problem with loot boxes in is Overwatch. It's like well, it's all aesthetic, cosmetics. and they made it that way from the beginning. Yeah, it's not like oh, it's uh, Op Dragon Lord like, oh, that costs three thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, so. like like Black Ops Three was like, nah, we're not gonna have uh, you know, Games pay to win stuff. Weapons. No, well, not necessarily pay to win, but weapons in our supply crates. Then like Christmas time, they had it and. Like the boxing gloves and the crowbar. Yep. How? Well, what do you know? But if you, you know, if we see the rise of more game companies like, um, 
CD Projekt Red, like next year they're releasing, oh, hopefully next year, um, we've got Cyberpunk 2077, you know? And a lot of indie game companies too. I played a game recently that was a lot like Papers, Please. And that game was great, you know? Obviously there was no need for microtransactions or anything like that, but that's what, like the game was really good, you know? Yep. Or you get games like I'm trying to think of a good game that actually is multiplayer and doesn't have microtransactions or supply. That doesn't have. Yep, you can't find any. Um, Tarkov. Tarkov, actually, yeah. You've got Tarkov, which is a game that's in beta, and is constantly getting updated, bug fixes, new content every couple months, and it's only being ran by what? A couple people. A group of like. Probably like 10 Russian dudes. Yeah. And they're always interacting with the community, listening to the community. Um, a couple of weeks back, um, you had, uh, what's his name? Fucking Clean and two other streamers plus one of the devs of Tarkov. I guarantee no, it's, it's normally Nikita, Clean, Cotton. Nikita. Cotton's always on there. It's on uh, the Talking Tarkov podcast, and then like a guest streamer, and yeah. so. But it depends on who they bring on, but they have it just about every week. And. All right, see you, turtle. Yeah, see later, this. turtle. All right, so I but, feel like. Wait, what? Wait, but the, they um, always like interact with the community and they're always trying to like and Nikita will take notes during the podcast like people mm-hmm. will tell him good ideas and he'll take them and implement them into the game a couple I think it was a couple weeks back or, or even like a month ago two months ago during the talking Tarkov podcast Nikita's like okay I could just go ahead and change this now which was the scav times before it used to be 20 minutes before you can scav in because if like you scabbed in you got out with your stuff or you died you had to wait 20 minutes now it's 10 minutes which is something the community's been talking about for quite a while so that's then they asked for it and they asked Nikita during the podcast and he changed it right then right there yeah I remember I was like Hold on, I'm gonna go check. I was telling my dad because I was still working on school. Oh, hold on, I gotta go check something. Turned on my computer, logged on to Tarkov. It was ten minutes. It's crazy, you know. Or if you get yep. games like Star Citizen, which is a little controversial, by the way, I'm not gonna lie. The whole ship system. Throw money at the screen to get more ships. That's gone in 3.3 apparently, because now with the missions that you do and with you grinding but money. But is that even on live server? Um, right now it's on, um, kind of like media, but not really media. It's more of like it's private not, yeah, testers. It's Doesn't count. Yeah, it's more for private testers right now. Like they're under NDA stuff. Like they can't talk about it. But somewhat, you... sometime soon, we're gonna be getting it on PTU and then live. Actually. I have to look into that. But this is the first update that's actually going to be late. Um, Just crazy. I can give you the name of a developer that genuinely loves their community, acknowledges them all the fucking time. 
What, Outcast Interactive? Yes. That technically doesn't exist yet. Technically. But. Digital Streams. <gasps> I've actually never heard of them. Warframe devs. I, I don't play Warframe, so... Yep. I mean, they really like they really take time to interact with their community. It's a little bit different though because like it's a free-to-play game, so the microtransactions help them. But it's not a loot box. That's the thing. That's what's night. That's what's crazy about it. And you don't like, even have to buy the fucking microtransactions. Yep. You can do and everything I've, in game. And I've yep. bought microtransactions a couple times in Warframe, and guess what? I didn't feel any some side of my brain it's like. Oh, fuck. I just gave this greedy developer, this greedy fucking publisher, my fucking money. I didn't feel even any of that way when I spent money with them. I was just like, even though I still, I don't play it as much as I used, like, as I did when I had, when I, like, you know, initially started getting into the game. It was just like, you know, I felt different about it because it was just like I felt like I was helping them in a way. Yeah. Where it was and just they like... got balls. Oh yeah. They would rather take the ambitious route over the safe route. Do they do it all the time. Yeah. What do you mean? Fortuna. Railjack. The new war. Just Prime, I think you would enjoy some research into Railjack. Like they're taking that game it's into fucking an... space battles. Yep. Yo, I remember hearing about the same, like the devs of um, Warframe. They're making a Lord of the Rings game. Digital so... extremes. Yes, they're working on a Lord of the Rings game. I'm so excited for that. Um, but actually another community, this community's been for all, been here for a while. The old school RuneScape And also devs. the game's about to come to Switch. What Warframe? Yeah. November 20th. But the old school RuneScape devs, they care a lot about their community. Like Unlike for anybody that wants to RuneScape. Yeah. New RuneScape. The how it was is like you had old school RuneScape, right? And there were some devs that they just yeah. didn't want to like follow the same way as old school old school RuneScape was. So they went ahead and made RuneScape one, two, and three. They don't give a shit about the community. Old school RuneScape, they do. They hand it off to some like other devs, you know, that wanted to keep working on the game. And they always ask the community, hey, do you guys want to include this new weapon? And they'll talk about the weapon like, oh, it has this stats, this, 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 that. And the, com the community will vote and say yes or no. They've always been like that. That's why old, like the new RuneScape is just complete fucking trash. I'm sorry to those that I offended. But yeah, it's just trash. trash. I, don't, I don't care if RuneScape has really shitty graphics. That's just what makes the game fun. That game has such an intense grind that it's fun, you know? Like, I'll be editing 
videos that, by the way, I don't even and upload. And then running RuneScape. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I have to do this on Premiere Pro. It's going to take 30 seconds. Okay, RuneScape. Da, 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 da. Okay, back to this. Da, okay, do this. Okay, another 30 seconds. Back to RuneScape. Cutting down a tree. Simple as that. So. I feel like if we get more devs out there, like the devs of CD Ultimate Project RuneScape. Red. Digital Extremes. Digital Extremes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the gaming community has a very decent shot. But if you we're continuing to see... This perpetual company, bullshit cycle, then, you know, we're yeah. never gonna get anywhere. Yeah, like, we're not gonna advance. Like, okay, yeah, cool. We'll advance in ways of, like, graphics and like game mechanics, but... It's just gonna be the same old. Oh, if you want to progress, who cares if a game? If you, who cares if a game looks good if the experience is shit? Exactly. I could care yeah. less if a game has great graphics if the or game like is doing nothing. Story. But like no, but like my problem is I could give a shit less if the game looks good if they're shoving, you know, loot crates down my throat. I could give a shit less about the game at that point. Like you know. Fuck that. See, like, with me, that like that's one reason though I didn't get the new shot of the Tomb Raider game, cause it was the same old. It was like playing, like the, from what I saw. No, it's like what I saw is like this is just a copy and paste of Rise of the Tomb Raider, and just you know, with some fancy old. With some RTS. fancy old RTX ray tracing that NVIDIA gave them yeah. to make the game look good. It's like Which is not even that, included, by the way. <laughs> yeah, which is not included is yet. Not yet. So, I mean, we could even segue into that. Where do you think graphics is going? I mean... Uh, in the right place. It's be fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, honestly, so, for me... Sorry to cut you off there, Viper. Honestly, for me, I'm a huge fan of Ready Player One. I love that book, and I loved the movie. But do you like the movie? There you go. Fuck yeah. Black Panther for gamers. <laughs> Actually, you got a point, yeah. Like, if we can get into a world, or, like, if the world got to that point where it's like, oh, yeah, we can have virtual reality to the point where it's like that. So, it's kind of swagway. Wakanda forever. Segwaying towards virtual reality, but graphics at the same time. Like, just imagining getting to the point where, in virtual reality, you're. It feels like you're looking at yourself. You know, like the graphics are that realistic. They can get there. You just need a powerful enough machine to do it at this point. Exactly. But like my my question would be, do we think the consoles are gonna die? Thank God, yes. The reason I think that is just because gaming is only going to progress um, specification-wise. So, like, you're going to need better graphics cards when new games come out. You know, like, Cyberpunk 2077. I can guarantee you that's going to ask for a 1080 Ti as, recom as recommended. I don't think it's going to ask for a 1080. I think it would ask for, like, a 1060. Ooh. Like, 6 gig. Yeah. Well, we got a year to figure that out, but I wouldn't be surprised if they asked. And 
That would be like recommended, and I guarantee but, you, like ten fifty Ti would be like minimum. But if there's yeah, but it would run like trash. another amazing thing with CG Project Red, it's optimization. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> like, it's like you would think seeing that trailer for, for Cyberpunk, it's like, oh yeah, that means the game's gonna run like pure garbage. No. Yeah. Nah. Like, I mean, but also with CD CD Project Naked, let's let's be real here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why naked? Oh, I'm not I got it, you chief. I got it. Never mind. <laughs> with CD That's Project something. Naked, oh, they got balls. We make we make we make games about eighty gigs big, in file size. Actually, yeah, Witcher's not that big. I thought it was like sixty. Let me check my Steam properties right well, now. What size uh, is fucking Siege? Yeah, 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 it has yeah, all yeah. the DLCs included. What the How fuck big? is Siege? Yeah, Siege is huge. I know, Siege uh, is like 90. 73 gigabytes. With DLC. Without the Ultra HD texture packs. Add that in. It'll be like 90 something. Alright. I'm installing it. But, oh my god. With... But I know that like updates it and it's asking for thirty more gigs. So about a hundred. Yeah. Through Steam. So uh what's another good example of notoriously large? But I mean a lot of those games are fairly oh. well optimized though. Like let's be real. The only Shadow time where it's War. notorious for being unoptimized is like Ubisoft games. Where they just hammer your CPU. Division. Division Four isn't guy. bad, but... Division isn't that bad, it's just intensive. It just hammers your system in general. Yeah. Yeah. But back to what I was saying, though. It's like, con console can only go so far. Like, console can only go so far with its specifications before they're going to have to boost the price of a console. You know? That's it's already getting rattled. Yeah. Like, with a PC, that's upgradable. Console's not, unless you want to void a warranty or something, you know? Yeah. But. No, you have to actually, like, cut out parts of the board and, like, you know, rip off components and resolder stuff. Soldered in. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a hassle. Yeah. Like, they no, don't like you couldn't want do you it. doing that. At like, all. you couldn't do it yourself. That's the problem. Like, the thing is, is with consoles, because of the way that computer graphics is going, they're going to need to make them more powerful and faster. And but the problem with that, which means that they have to better engineer them as a whole, because when you get a faster, when you get a faster machine, guess what that means? Better performance. Yeah. Not just better performance, but more what? Power? More power, which produces RAM. Nope. Ah. Sorry. I'm, I'm what can reducing. you cook eggs with? Heat. Stove. Heat. Exactly. Heat. There you go. You nailed it. This good-looking bot. 
because once <laughs> the more powerful components you pack into a system, the more heat is generated because it requires more power to run it. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy said he wants to make a uh, PlayStation-sized computer. I'm like, there's no way. I know. No, like, it's it's going to take a while to be unless able to you that. Unless you have a mini ITX system that has a custom loop in it, but the but the case has to be like the size, has to be an ATX case at that point. There's no way you're going to fit that, the, that amount of components into it that slimly with enough cooling to really, you know, keep the computer cool. Because that's the thing. They're going to have to start learn. Like, they're going to have to improve the system at w the manner in which they cool these systems because you can't. Like, it baffles my mind how they still think that they're going to be able to get away with a vapor chamber and a single 112 millimeter fan to cool the entire system. Like, that, like. Once you fit an NVIDIA GPU, like an NVIDIA and like Intel cross like APU, like one single chip with a shitload of video memory and whatnot, that thing is going to run so fucking hot it's unreal. Like if you've ever heard like the old Xboxes and like you know how hot those would get. And just hear that fan whine like a jet engine. My Xbox One does that. I know uh, one of my friends yeah. is a uh, PlayStation and has a bunch of cat hair in his um, fan near the back. And it does sound like a jet engine taking off every time. I, I can hear it through his mic sometimes. That's how bad yep. it gets. And that's the thing. The problem is, is what's called, and it's a, it's a principle that's called heat soak. So your computer gets to the point where it can't, take out the heat efficiently enough to where the heat to where the temperature stabilizes so your system gets gets what called what's called heat soaked it happens with every system no matter what it's with that it's that point where your temperature stabilizes and um I know with consoles, I'm pretty sure it's pretty common to see them run really hot at like 89 degree, 80, 90 degrees Celsius when heat soaked. And they run pretty fucking slow. Yeah. Like, and the I problem really... is, also with consoles, because of how little power is still packed inside of them, that magical 60 frame per second cap yeah, you'll never you'll see never higher than sixty, but your one but your point one percent low frame rates are so fucking choppy it's unreal. Yeah. Like yeah, it may look smooth, but once you start hitting that lag and that stutter and you know, because you can only max out at sixty hertz, you will not like your like it's never gonna feel or like look smooth depending on the game that you're playing. Because in order for it to be a smooth gameplay, the, those frames have to be drawn consistently enough the, within the same time interval. Both the Black Ops 4 multiplayer beta and the Blackout beta were notorious for this on fat PS4s. Is it just could not hit 
60 at all. Oh, yeah. I was playing both black, um, the Blackout beta and the multiplayer beta on PS4. I, I couldn't play it at all. Literally. This is it, just hurt. It, just, it just gave you a headache. Yeah, it actually did give me a headache. And then playing it, trying to play it through remote play on stream. Oh, hell no. That dropped the FPS even further, so it's just not yep. good at all. Normally, you're, once you hit below 60 FPS, you can start to see the frames. Like, you can actually see the frames. <laughs> and so what'll happen is you'll start to get, like, you know, some kind of, like, sometimes people get motion sickness. A lot of times people will get headaches from it. And so, and it's because of the inconsistency of the time intervals of the frames being drawn. Yeah, but for me, so that's why I'm you're going to have to see a lot more power being packed. Like, because even with my system, like, I have a pretty powerful system, but I see a very consistent frame time between frames, and my 0.1% lows are never below, like, 100 So, I have very high frame rates, and normally that spread, that frame like spread, is really close. So that's really what you're looking for when you're talking about gameplay, though. I feel like, like I said before, as time goes on, consoles just gonna have either try and keep up with putting more powerful stuff in it, like, or they're just gonna die. Like, like, I know with black, oh no. I know with Cyberpunk, I'm worried on how that's going to work out on console. It's probably going to be like low everything in like 720p and then can still barely hit 30. Damn. Because I've seen Witcher on console and that doesn't do pretty good. But on it's... PC, I get glorious frames. I'm at like 130. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised well, I can hit 130 with a 1063 gig. Well, the problem is that I see with consoles in general is it's a continue it's a continuous failure to innovate is really what it is. So in the tech yeah. industry, the way that you have to do it is you have to constantly be innovating, no matter what. Mm-hmm. The second you stop innovating, you are left behind. Exactly. And when you are left behind, you are put out of business. And that, and your business dies. It just, it, it happens almost overnight. It, it's crazy how that happens. And so, let me tell you, (coughs) PlayStation has some bomb ass exclusives, though. Oh yeah, it does. Even if it has bomb ass exclusives, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us, Last of Us. Yeah, like those exclusives may keep, may keep PS4 alive, may keep PlayStation alive. But their business practices is what's going on. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. Like, Like, not allowing cross-platform play. Oh, yeah, that's allowed. Not allowing backwards compatibility. Well, that's only for Fortnite, and that's only between Xbox. It's not in between uh, PC or anything. It's only between Xbox and uh, whatchamacallit. There's always been PS4 to PC. It's always been a thing. It's just they refuse to do PS4 to Xbox or PS4 Mm. to Switch. Well, now that's allowed. That's the thing. That's you allowed can play, now. Yeah, you can play with all four. Because I, I yeah. know this because I have some people in Zero Chill that did Dude, that. 
One played on the Switch, another one played on PC, another one on Xbox, another one on PS4. They all played so together. I could go get Spider-Man and then remote play into into it from my PC? Huh? No, because you still have to have the physical PlayStation around. Wait, I'm confused by what he said. So I could have, so I could go get Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then do remote play and then play it off of my PC. Well, you have to have a PS4 first. Like, like okay. crossplay, crossplay as in multiplayer games. Like, like Call of Duty, which is doubtful, but that'd, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. But just like the trash talking, that's like, oh fuck you, I'm on PS4, I got the better graphics. No, 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 you don't. I got Xbox. Yeah, but I'm on PC. Where I'm at a hundred plus frames. Exactly. Yep. So get yeah, good. That's that's the thing. Like because and I'm on a mouse and, and a keyboard. keyboard. See, that's the thing. The is thing, like, what? The thing yeah. that always kind of makes me laugh is I always look back at the recent Nvidia launch with RTX. Touring. That that launch right there is key though because that that launch is the an evolution blatant, of graphics. It's the evolution of graphics and that innovation that's going to blatantly kill console. Yeah. Like you're gonna see those exclusives, like that as the that platform exclusivity, like all those licensing agreements and all that is gonna shift. Re- yeah. Like yeah. those games are gonna ha- are probably gonna get p- ditched on that platform, and then you know get oh shit we have to do like you know like Come those on. games are gonna get delayed, and then just be like oh shit, and so they're just gonna you know rework the game, and like a lot of those titles, especially like former like PlayStation exclusives, are probably gonna get picked up by other companies. And then either released well, on PC. Well, it's not going to be like that. It's not like, oh, it's going to be a completely new game dev group that's going to port them. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, in Insomniac's case, I know for a fact, like, they would work on, like, porting over Spider-Man or Sunset Overdrive. And doing yeah, but really I'm saying, like, a that. lot of those ports are going to come from those companies. But I'm saying, like, the the platform at which that exclusivity is going to be is going to shift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, companies are going to start exclusively doing, like, PC platform. And, like, that's kind of the way that it's going. Well, I mean, it already is. Can you you play RuneScape on your PS4? I thought not. Exactly. Well, you can play no, but I can have a twelve monitor. But I can have a twelve monitor set up on my PC and then play Minecraft with one block per screen. Get wrecked, kid. Yo, what would RuneScape be like just, like, on 12 monitors? <laughs> Great, I'm chopping a tree down every 30 seconds on 12 monitors. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that'd be so horrible. I gaming. <laughs> that'd be so horrible. Next level. It'd feel like you're playing old-school RuneScape on a really shitty laptop you, from, like, when it first released. You guys want a screenshot of what I did when I was bored one night? During the blackout beta. Oh God. Um, yeah, but let, let me find it. Documents. To end off what I was trying to say, 
Oh, it's gone because I uninstalled it. Because Fuck I uninstalled off. the game. Next Wait a minute. Saying. Scroll, 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 scroll. To end off what I was saying, though. I think console's gonna die just because they're not gonna be able to keep up. PC's always gonna be evolving and it just has better components and better features than what a console can do. Well, I don't know. It's it's the yeah, same, like, components, so to speak, but the problem is is just the fact that they're trying to shove an entire PC almost onto a single board. Well, when and I it's say, like... like that philosophy that's just like it's not gonna work anymore well i'm not saying like it doesn't have the components but i mean like it, it's gonna be very difficult to replicate rtx into a fucking console it, it's you can get the hardware in there you can eat oh yeah i remember that ultra wide but yeah, you can easily sense. get, you can easily pack those components onto a board and then easily replicate it. But the problem is you can't do it in a small form factor and footprint where it's just like, oh yeah, let me, let me shove a single 112 millimeter fan and a shitty, and this shitty, like really low profile released, like, you know, like wonky ass vapor chamber on there too like it may have been really well engineered but not efficient enough for the for the components that they had and then on top of that using like a intel level thermal paste on the die of that like chip that has both the gpu and cpu in a single chip which is what's called an ap <laughs> And then, you know, let's, it's like, oh yeah, we'll just do this and then, you know, shove some shitty thermal paste on it that, like, you know, Intel uses. And then we'll just shove it into a box with not a lot of airflow and then use a single, and then use a single fan, like always. What'll happen? You can replicate RTX, it's just not gonna but be not best. for that long. Because what's going to happen is, is you're going to see... The system probably gonna overheat pretty quickly because of the fact that it doesn't have enough air not just airflow but that fans gonna be working really hard to do all of it and then you're gonna see the components heat up quite a bit because if you've ever seen a touring GPU and how hot they get those things get fucking hot. But like getting back to what I said, so like if you've ever seen a touring GPU and how hot those get, I think I think Microsoft would come to realize pretty quick that they can't pack RTX into a console anymore. Unless they up the price and up the footprint, i.e. you have to change the form factor a bit. Yeah. It's not going to be Xbox anymore. It's going to be X computer. <laughs> Omega lol. Or they'll just turn the platform of Xbox into just a computer. So. I don't like, see them doing that. I would just see them just ditching Xbox and then just shoving everything on the Windows 10. I mean, they're already doing that. Like, I feel like that's what they're doing that's what play like, yeah, anywhere xbox, that's what the yeah. xbox play anywhere initiative pretty much is is them saying 
it's kind of almost a signal that console gaming is over almost. So we're just shoving all of our games on the Windows 10 now. Be prepared. I, I almost kind of get that feeling at times. Because especially when I'm playing some of those games, they run so smoothly on my PC, it just doesn't feel real. Yeah. It's like, how am I getting like 300, like, you know, 200 something frames a second on ARC when it runs like shit on my console? I actually, like, on console, it seems like I can get better frames than I do on PC, if I'm going to be honest. It depends, because if you're playing the Windows 10 version, you get you, it, it's, it runs kind of smooth, at least for me, though. I mean, yeah, I get decent frames on there, but, like, whenever I played back on console, I was, like, getting decent frames, but if I played it on PC, it's, like, one frame. That was when it was on Steam, though. Like, on Steam, it's a different story. On... You know, Windows 10, they did a pretty good job of, like, you know, the planning report where it was just like, you know, oh, yeah, you can, uh, you know, you can play this on your PC and then, yeah. like, your progress will transfer and it's, it's a, it's a pretty good idea. I don't know. I have to praise Microsoft for it a bit. You want to know what the original intention to play anywhere was? What? It's like, yeah, you just so happen to have a laptop that can power a game or two, and, um... Oh, kind of like so... stream it in a sense. No. No, because it would be the raw game in your... on your PC, so you're not streaming it. But, um, it's like, yeah, you just so happen to have a laptop that could power the game, so you can basically play it on the go play an Xbox game on the go, and then, like, once you're home, you boot up that big old Xbox One again. That yep. was the original intention of Play Anywhere. It wasn't... But now it's oh, yeah! More than it that. just so happened to also have a PC version. Ebo. Yeah, so, like, but that's what, what all Windows 10 laptops are. So, like, I honestly feel like they're testing this Xbox Play Anywhere stuff for, like the inevitable end of console. It's just like, okay, well, if we can't make a console anymore, then we could just put everything on our Windows 10 platform and sell it through the Microsoft Store. Like Thieves, Zeta Decay 2, so on and so forth. And not only the good thing about like the end of consoles, one, it unites everyone one platform, which would be a PC, and two, it would not um, toggle down game developers that have to either make their game based around console or port it for console. You know? See, like, I, feel I know like in the for... case of The Division, it was made for PC. Oh, yeah. And then it was ported to console, which is why it runs so fucking garbage that's one reason why i actually care about this call of duty because it's the opposite now it's ported from pc to console so yes actually i don't think that's still the case oh it is because no it was PC made on pc extra care it's like yeah they didn't just like copy paste the console version to pc like they have done before like they, <laughs> it's War like two. what they did with it's like what they did with destiny they like literally made it from scratch 
on PC. For PC. And, and you can tell, because... It runs perfect. It feels like it was made for PC. Because if yep. we go play... How about we go play Black Ops 2 real quick? Oh, unoptimized as fuck. <laughs> yep. My only problem with the end of console, though, would be the massive flood of squeakers to the platform. True. That's already happening. Yeah. yeah. It's already happening, but I mean, it it, it would be exacerbated, and it Whatever, would be they'd really be playing bad. Fortnite. I mean, not unless Fortnite's dead when that happens. God. And then oh they can go no! to some other game. I just got banned in Ninja's chat. I said Ligma. We're I mean, I said Ligma had Ninja. I said Ninja had Ligma, and I got banned. No, no, no. The joke was. Is that he? He has his mods ban people. Yeah, on I know. Site that's why I'm, I'm making for that saying joke. Fortnite's so dead. stupid. Or Ligma. It's saying Ninja has Ligma. He also bans people for that. Or yeah. Ninja died of Ligma. That's one I'm reason. Why he I just wouldn't have, have gone out of his way to get lawyers to take down the fucking the Snapchat memes. I love yeah, I'm surprised that. But, but I know he finds that stuff funny. Yep. He has. He has to roll with it. Because then it's like some in. Like, Summit 1G has to roll with some of that stuff. Like, the oh, Molotov that good old Molotov. And the... Some smash. Some smash. Yep. Which, by the way, if you go to my Twitch channel, it's an emote. Thanks, BetterTTV. Hey, hey. Yeah, because I prefer to do it. But I think that's where we should end the podcast, because we're at an hour and 15 minutes. And it took me two hours to render the last one. By the way, Viper, there's a global event going on. Uh-oh. Oh no! But, I, um, I just so you know, I kind of uninstalled the division. Yeah, I don't care. Reinstall. I'm kidding. But that is it for episode two, guys, of the Outcast podcast. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. As we, um, as I said at the start of the podcast, you can now listen to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So whichever one works out. Make sure to check us out on any of those platforms. We'll be shouting out people that um, rate it on iTunes. So, just keeping that one in mind. But, um, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Goodbye.